Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. And hello, everybody. This is Dr. Darren Schreck from Moraine Valley Community College with some PSC 103, Introduction of Political Science Students. And with me today is Mohammed. How are you? I'm doing good. And Nick? I'm doing very well. And there's another Nick here today. How are you today? Great. All right. Uh, what we're going to do from uh, the next few weeks is we're going to discuss uh, some political uh, topics and also discuss uh, some topics that are not political in nature, but we try to get some uh, good responses out of everybody. And what we did is uh, I always give the questions ahead of time to the students, and I'm basically just going to moderate and make sure that everything keeps moving forward. We talked about several, uh, for our first question, we talked about several ideologies uh, like uh, libertarianism or uh, modern liberalism or uh, classic conservatism, socialism, and so on and so forth. And my question uh, this week, uh, the first question, is what is the most predominant ideology in the United States? So, Mohammed, let me start with you. Uh, in all honesty, I think it's probably liberalism because the moral equality of people and that liberty is the prime political value of people. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, political authority must be justified, okay. in my point of view. Oh, good. And Nick, how about you? Yeah, I think along with what Muhammad said, when you think of the United States, I, mean, I think of liberty and justice for people and people being able to go out there and chase their dreams mm-hmm. and uh, seeing people get held back from that. You know, it's hard to watch because all they wanted to do is do something that they thought was right maybe in the moment, and it pushed them back from what they wanted it to be right. Okay. You know? And Nick? Uh, same with my two companions here. America is the home of the free and land of brave and equal opportunity for all who willing to work hard for their dreams so they can provide a nice future for their family, their grandkids, and themselves. So. so let me throw this out to all three of you as a follow-up question. To what extent um, does the government play in helping people out? Should the government have a role or should the government have a minimal role or, or a greater role in helping people achieve that justice or that equality? I'll throw it to any of you. Nick? I think it's a, a minimal role because, you know, it comes down to you wanting to do it for yourself. It shouldn't be the government has to give you the push to do it. You should want to better yourself, for, like Nick said, for your family, maybe your friends, whoever it may be around you, mm-hmm. instead of someone having to give you a push and force you to want to do it. Okay. Uh, Muhammad, Nick? Uh, same with Nick here. It's a innate human desire to want to do better. Mm-hmm. So government should be minimal because it's your life. No one is telling you what to do. You have to have the desire and motivation to do it for yourself. And to take responsibility for the decisions you make. Yes. Right. Muhammad, how about you? Same thing like they're saying. It's basically you want to better yourself and not better other people. Mm-hmm. Like the government shouldn't like be helping you out. Like Nick said, they, you shouldn't be able to or they shouldn't help you with the push. You should strive for it yourself. Okay. Uh, Nick, next question. Does voting matter to you? I think uh, for me personally, I got to vote for the first time, you know. This year, and I didn't vote for the state elections that just happened a week ago. I voted for the presidential elections. Mm-hmm. I think for some people it does matter, and for others they're kind of like, eh, my vote really probably doesn't matter. So to them it does matter, but for me I think it does matter because your opinion says something about who you are and who you want to represent you. 
Okay. And when you say that this is the first time the presidential election was the first time, was it because of age or because of age? It was because of age. <clears throat> now, do you know of anybody who voted for the first time or maybe even in family or, or paid attention to politics for the first time uh, who were of age but, like, decided to, like, get involved this time instead of – No, I was the, no, I was just the first one. Everyone else had voted before. Okay. So, so you're in a politically active family? Yes. Okay. Uh, Nick, does it matter to you? Does voting matter? Uh, based on my upbringing, my mother being a lawyer and she's planning on running for judge, it has become a big deal as of late mm-hmm. for us as a family. Okay. But to me, I don't really care for politics. It, the whole thing is just confusing to me. Even though I'm taking this class, it's somewhat becoming more understandable, mm-hmm. but it still does not make any sense to me. Because my whole idea of politics before taking this class was basically you're trading favors for more favors and all you care about is yourself and furthering your own goals. You don't care about the people at all. Mm -hmm. So why would I vote for you if you're not going to do anything to help anyone else but yourself? Or your friends. Or your friends. Okay. Now, is it fair to say that it's becoming more understandable that, that politics is confusing to some degree? To some degree, yes. Okay. Uh, but you would say because your mother is running, you're paying attention to it more, but if she wasn't going to like think about running or furthering a political career, you probably wouldn't pay attention to it. I wouldn't at all, especially okay. since I'm going to the military. Okay. So. And you're going to stay like as unbiased and down the middle as possible with that. Yes. I'm open to hearing everybody's ideas, but whether they work or not. Okay. Mohammed, how about you? Does it matter? Um, I believe voting matters to me because you're basically voting for your future. Like if someone's try- like how he was saying, you're not going to get a benefit. Sometimes there is a benefit. Sometimes there's not. But in my point of view, you're basically voting for your future. Future. Um, you can't complain if you don't vote. Like some people say, oh, Trump is running for president. But if you didn't vote for Trump and you didn't vote for Hillary. You can't complain about what Trump does, really, because now after he won, you really can't complain because you didn't vote. You didn't show your opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then you're benefit- benefiting yourself in the long run. So whoever voted for Trump, you know, they, they're benefiting themselves because they know what he was going to do for them. Okay. Let me throw this as a quick question. Voting for an independent or a third party, do you think that's a waste of a vote? I mean... When when was the last time a third party ever won? I don't know. I have to leave and find yeah. that information out right now. <laughs> but you would know. you say? Would you just say it's? Would you say it's a waste then? Um, I would say so because it's they they hardly ever win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Know? So so why bother? Uh, why bother vote for them if they're not going to win? But I mean, if they show that they can, there's a possibility to win, okay. and they show like. This is what we can do for you guys, and actually show them that they'll do it. That would be a difference, okay. and they probably would make like the top two. Okay, Nick. Everyone deserves a fair shot. They put in the time and effort to get their name on the ballot, so they might as well. Mm-hmm. Somebody might as well vote for them for their from their party or from a different party. Okay. So once you achieve that ballot status, you have the the opportunity just like anybody else. Yes. Okay. Like, uh, I'm with Nick, but I'm also with Mohammed. Like, I think, yeah, everyone deserves a fair chance, but to a certain extent, unless people really, like, significantly know who you are, it's a waste of a vote because more than likely you're not even going to be near close. So you would vote third, you would say a third party vote is okay as long as the candidate is credible. 
Yeah, if the candidate is credible and you know maybe he has a chance to make a push, mm-hmm. then it's worth it. But if not, it's kind of like, why are you even running? Okay. You know, uh, so those people who are listening, we have uh, attendance quizzes every week. And, and with our attendance quizzes, I ask questions that are political or non-political in nature. And this week I asked the question of name a top ten TV program and uh, that's not on cable. And most of the responses are, are programs that are found on cable. Uh, which is telling me that nobody watches 2579 or a local Fox affiliate. So uh, I'm glad that the third question has nothing to do with television because we'd be in real trouble right now. So, uh, Nick, let me start with you. What was the last movie you saw, and do you recommend it? It doesn't matter if it was in the theater or on television or on Netflix, Hulu, or whatever. What was the last one you saw? Do you recommend it? The last movie I saw was The Guardian. It has Aston Kutcher, and I forgot who else but my mother's boss recommended it because I'm going to the Coast Guard, and it basically tells the story of aviation rescue rescue technicians or rescue swimmers and what they go through, how their training is like, and the tale of um, one guy who's a water dog, basically someone who, who loves the water, cannot stand to be away from it too long, that just loves it. He loves what he does, but his marriage is at risk. But he still continues to do it. In the beginning of the movie, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's pretty. It's a pretty bad yeah. beginning because it's it's, it's going to make you like kind of like jerk at your heartstrings a little bit. Okay. But towards the end, he starts training these students in the ways of being rescue swimmers. And towards the end, another tragic ending. I'm not going to spoil it, but just <laughs> ro- watch it. It's a yeah, good yeah. movie. I don't watch it like 57 times. Yeah, yeah. So you do like it. Yes, you I really that. do like it. All right, good. Nick, how about you? Uh, the last movie I saw was Goodfellas with uh, Joe Pesci and Ray Liotta. Yeah. I would uh, recommend it because it kind of shows you what life for Italian mobsters was like in the 1950s, this late 70s, early 80s, you know, it pretty much shows you they ran around, did what they want, whenever they wanted. No one was in any rush to stop them. And yeah. if you did, they were going to pay you off and they were going to keep going at what they were doing. And, you know, even so, I think even with Goodfellas, it's the type of movie that if you turn on today, it it, it still appeals to voters as <laughs> that voters. Here goes my political sense. It appeals to uh you know, the person, the viewers, uh, today as it did like in 1990 when it first right. came out. I still think it, it's a really good film. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, the movie that I recently watched was Ghost in the Shell starring Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. It, it was a pretty good movie. Um, they basically gave her, she they programmed her brain to say that she was in an accident where she drowned mm-hmm. on a boat. They programmed her brain and put her into a robot, and then the robot basically became her. So she had to take these medications to make her believe that she drowned. Okay. But in all reality, if she stops taking the medication, she sees, like, flashbacks of what actually happened. So she stops taking the medication and then finds her parents. Oh. You recommend it? Yeah, I would recommend it. Okay. It was, it was a good movie. Overall, um, it's mainly an action movie, mm-hmm. but it's really good. So I don't know if you've ever seen a movie like The Matrix. Is yeah. it is it like mm-hmm. bizarre like The Matrix, or can you follow it? You you can kind of comprehend it because like with The Matrix, I needed a roadmap. Yeah, The to Matrix was. Uh, uh, I was watching it in one of my other classes. It's kind of difficult to comprehend and yeah. like grasp it. But this one, it's basically one world, not two worlds, like The Matrix. Okay, it's one world. Just they build robots mm-hmm. out of other people's brains. Okay. 
and they just used that as their, you know, like their test. And then she finds another guy that they failed, but they couldn't kill it. And then they group up and then find where they were, and they were brothers and sisters. Okay, great. Well, uh, that wraps up this segment of our weekly podcast. We're going to have another one right after this. And Mohammed, I thank you for coming by. No problem. And Nick, thank, thank you. Thank you very much. And Nick, thank you. Thank you. All right, I think this is the last week where we're not going to have two people with the same first name. So uh, <laughs> uh, you'll be hearing from three different people right after this. And uh, once again, my name is Dr. Darren Trek signing off, and I'll talk to you soon.